Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Be sure to download your free ebook at lisadrennan.com. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, Energetic Mindset Mentor, and today we have the beautiful Ambilia Nath with us. She is known to her clients as the girl next door of spirituality, a serial entrepreneur, certified coach, spiritual leader, paid international speaker, and an avid follow of her passions. She has a corporate background in management consulting, and she is far from your stereotypical spiritual coach. He went from a six-figure corporate job to having a spiritual lifestyle business. And isn't that an amazing journey? She is going to share her journey, her personal healing journey with us today. So stay tuned. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, be sure to share this podcast with them. So welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Lisa, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Yes, I am so excited to hear. I love... I love the girl next door spirituality. I spirituality has such in-depth meaning and just the layers that we need to dig deep down into to just really know truly how to forgive the girl inside and how to connect with our heart and what our desires are. So tell us how did you get that name? Well, it was given to me by my clients. Um, because I always get the feedback, testimonials, as you know, are so important for our business and stuff. So I'm always getting feedback. And within um, the feedback, one of the things that was consistent was how they felt that they're just talking to a friend. So even um, within my coaching programs or having individual tower readings or any energy healing sessions, it was just everything was, I just feel as though I'm talking to a friend. And um, and then having more open-ended conversations with them, the label, the girl next door of spiritual, well, the girl next door came about, but of spirituality, I added because of the business I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's wonderful. So we, we talk about our healing journey and he would mention that there's many different journeys, different times of healing. You know, we're always in the grieving process, but sometimes the grieving process is a little bit different as long as we don't ignore that grieving process so we can move on to forgiveness. Um, you listed three different things that really um, had you on a healing journey. Um, I'm going to choose one to speak up of, um, to, to talk about breaking free of cultural and society guilt to build your own life. You'd mentioned breakup with loss of soulmates and loss of your eldest sister in 2017. So of those three, I mean, all of them must have been very pivotal in, in helping you grow and heal and have your different journey to have your different outcome. Which one would you say would, had the most impact on you? I would probably say the latter, which was my losing my sister in 2017. Um, the others did have a significant part because they got me on the journey that I'm on today. But with my sister passing, what that allowed me to do was actually commence my spiritual business. I always had the coaching part. I always had the 
tarot and energy healing part, but I didn't know how to combine them. I didn't know how to put the message out there to people to be fully accepted that this is what I do. And when she passed, I thought, you know what? I have nothing to lose um, because I've lost, you know, so much already. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care what anybody says, thinks, if they think I'm woo-woo or, you know, or just not with it kind of thing, however strange. And the main people I, I was concerned about was my actual family and the people I had grown up with, not the set of friends I had made in my new life because they knew, you know, what I did. So I just went, okay, rather than picking up the phone the modern way, I just posted it on Facebook, <laughs> as you do. And I went, I this Facebook. is what I do, and this is my business now. And and I was so taken aback with the amazing comments that came back and went, oh, you do that? I didn't know you did that. Oh, my God, you do that? And just the openness that um, is around and available because I think we've now moved to a society where people are more wanting to know about spirituality but also wanting to develop themselves and know themselves so I think the acceptance was easier than maybe if I had done it a decade ago where you know I still would have been labeled of oh my god you know we can't work with you and that kind of a thing um but it also meant that the intuitive trigger, I was trying to think of the word, the intuitive trigger on how to combine both the logical part of my uh, business, which is the coaching, to the spirituality part, how to combine that seamlessly. And then on top of that, attract clients who were open to it and not, you know, kind of because another thing I struggled with was how am I going to make money? Who's going to pay me? for spirituality mm-hmm. and it's amazing how many people actually do <laughs> well it's a, it's a great need and a lot of times we don't understand how important our mindset is and connecting with our inner child that you know if we don't resolve issues if we don't properly grieve um things that we go through losses you know breakups whatever the situation it blocks us from moving forward and i think a lot of people especially entrepreneurs are realizing that mindset has so much to do you know they say it's 85% i disagree i say it's 100% um, mindset is everything it's a destiny and when you can connect with your inner child with your spiritual self and know exactly what you want and stop believing the lies and just kind of um weed out, you know, all the negativity, all the naysayers and no, cause you're created to want, you have this fire inside of you, these gifts and talents that have to be shared. So you listen to that. And I, I lost my brother in April. Um, he passed away. So yeah. And um, yeah, sorry for your loss. It's, it's so hard. He was my, my oldest brother, my, my go-to brother, the one I, you know, would call up and, you know, complain to or vent to or laugh with or, you know, go to dinner with or what have you. And, um, you know, you have a different dynamics now, but the loss of a, of a loved one close to you really does put a new perspective on your current circumstances, you know, because tomorrow is not promised. So when you realize that, um, 
you decided to go with it and you just put yourself out there and realize there was this need for it. So listening to your inner self um, must have been just so freeing to you. I think it, it, it was, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's um, it was partly subconscious because, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, once you've lost a loved one, especially somebody who is close to you, you kind of go, what else can life give me that I can't cope with? Because when you've healed and that healing journey of grief, regardless of whether it's actually a loss of a loved one or a relationship or, you know, whatever it may be, everybody has their own time of healing. No time is the same and no process is the same, even though academically they want to, you know, put the process as being the same. The timeline is different. So once you accept that and stop trying to match somebody else, you know, because I've got two other siblings. So if we sat there comparing our timelines of who healed first and who got over it first, that would be ludicrous because, Mm -hmm. you know, we each had a different relationship and things like that. So sorry, coming back to your question. Yes, that was very liberating for me when I was able to come out and say to the world, this is what I do, but also let go of my own judgment. Because in doing so, I realized that actually, I was the one who was judging myself, not so much other people judging me, which is what I had thought would be happening, because everybody else seemed to embrace it, or, you know, or be um, happy for me. So when I had that realization, it was kind of like, ah, the penny dropped. (laughs) And as you Mm -hmm. said, it comes back to the mindset because that was my mindset and that was my belief system. So it's constantly something, you know, that we have to work on because on every milestone, every journey, there's always going to be a different set of barriers that we're constantly working through. I would love to say that I'm fixed and I'm sorted, but it's a work in progress. Daily, every day. Yes. There's always room for improvement, and as long as you're willing to grow, that's exactly. where you're going to see the the results and and the peace and the joy that we so long for. So you had some issues with some health suffering because of everything that was going on. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, being an energy healer, um, I've always been into trying to understand the impact your emotions and. Uh, things that you hold on to, thoughts and everything you hold on to on a negative part, how they impact the body. So, and then I've always also looked into diets, you know, in terms of food, what, you know, foods are good for the body, bad for the body and how your body is speaking to you. So that that's mm-hmm. kind of always been my ongoing journey. And um, when my sister passed away, the stress level that I had going on in my life because my sister's journey before it ended was um, 12 months diagnosis and then we lost her. So from that point and even prior, the stress level was fairly high and um, 2017 was the crappiest year, you know, that I had. Um, And as a result of it, there was a buildup. If you look at a volcano within, 
but not me realizing it because you're just in that mode of doing and coping and you know just getting on with it that um, I had been accumulating quite a lot of stress and being a coach you kind of go yeah but I know I'm dealing with it it's fine I'm crying I'm yelling I'm you know doing all of those things so yeah I'm fine and even though you know on a daily basis this is what I'm sharing with my clients I was almost going to say preaching but actually sharing with my clients and telling them not to do that that was something I was doing myself because you go into the coping mechanism you just go into the doing mode and the stress had got so on top of me um, that when I suppose when you know she passed away and then we moved on to the next stage of our lives, if you want to call it that. When it came to that period of time, I think that's when everything else started hitting because the the business um, element at that time kind of dipped because, of course, I'm on a high and then I had to take time out. And so things dipped. So I was kind of picking not just myself up emotionally, mentally, but also in terms of business as well. So by the time a year on 2018 November I manifested vertigo and it came completely out of the blue it was um winter autumn time so you kind of just think it's a bug you know that kind of thing but when it didn't go away and other things started to happen that's when the alarm bells came that something's not right so I took time out 2019 or was rather forced to take time out and I focused on my health. I did everything I needed to get myself balanced again. And that meant I looked at my diet. That meant I reached out to all of the holistic. I went the medical route. That's where I got the diagnosis. But then I went to the holistic route and went, come on, sort me out. So I'm not shy of knowing when I need help, when I know I can't help my body to balance, but I'll go to specialists who can. So you name it, I probably tried it that, you know, six months to help to balance me again. And um, touch wood, I've been good, back to good health for the last 18 or so months. So, yeah. So that's wonderful. Happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I heard... um... I've been doing a lot of studies on gut health and brain health. And a lot of times, you know, if you don't process your emotions, they end up physically manifesting. And then you get the the vertigo. I experienced vertigo for quite some time and it's very real. And I thought yeah. I am not psychologically making this up. No. But what had happened was I was not processing a hurt on emotion. Somebody had hurt yeah. me a great deal. And instead of, talking it out. The power of our spoken word is so incredibly healing. I chose to stuff it. And every time you choose to stuff it, not to speak it, you know, it'll go away. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. That's going to, it's going to come out physically because our body knows our subconscious knows. So it's yeah. really super important yeah. to process it. And I, I was watching a YouTube video um, from a doctor that was doing an interview about a per, you know, his, his um, patients that were actually healed from a lot of their physical elements once they started talk therapy. And 
I'm an aroma freedom, certified aroma freedom practitioner. So we use the scents, the oil scents, Young Living Essential Oils yeah. in the process to help release any repressed emotions. Um, yeah. I know like EMT is really powerful. And I know you've used a lot of different modalities to help you heal. Of all the things that you implemented, what was the most powerful for you personally? Um, I think... Well, there were two that actually come into mind, if you don't mind me sharing two. Uh, One was definitely the um, talking therapy, because, again, being a coach, you kind of think you're dealing with it, but you're not getting. It's kind of like they say you have a builder at home. So the builder's busy building other people's homes, but not doing his own. It's the same thing with a coach where, you know, constantly busy helping other people's lives, but sometimes getting too busy to help ourselves. And with me, I thought I was doing the talking, but I wasn't doing the deep talking. I was doing the, oh, yeah, I've dealt with the grief. Yes, no, you know, fine. When my sister was passing, we knew it. And, you know, so I processed it all and it's all fine. And then I worked with a counsellor, of course, that was one of my um therapies and then when she started to probe in and ask more questions you're kind of like oh I didn't know that was relevant (laughs) so it's amazing how much you sweep under the carpet because you go oh well it's not relevant because you know it's something and but yeah definitely talking therapy I would say was a big turning point but the other one that was the turning point was a mixture of massages and chiropractic because my neck and shoulders seized up that was the other thing that when they would lock then you know I would experience vertigo so it was releasing that tension that was stored in the neck and the head to you know allow the rest of the body to start to balance and stuff but it was good because the positives that came out of it was that I became more conscious of my lifestyle I became more conscious in terms of looking after my health, exercising, you know, more frequently, well, taking up yoga. I was exercising before. I just wasn't doing yoga. So doing something that's helping me to rebalance and realign because keep fit. That helps, but in a different way, it's not helping to balance your energy. So it was important to do that. And then, of course, um, normal food intolerances, you know, being a lot more um strict with myself rather than going yeah but it's okay I can cope with that that's fine now it's like no not going there Mm -hmm. yeah again it goes back to that mindset yes and making those decisions you know based on how you know it's going to affect you yeah what kind of what what advice would you give to somebody that is experiencing something similar to you I would, the first thing I would definitely say is reach out. Even if you feel, you know, you're alone or maybe your family's away from you and they're not nearby, whatever, there are so many support systems around. So please reach out. Don't do this on your own. I mean, you've got proof. I'm a coach. I'm a spiritual healer. I do that and look at the life that I went through. So we all need help. So please reach out, find somebody to talk to. Um, secondly, really listen to your body, really listen to what it's telling you. And you get those little signs, you know, as I said, mine manifested to what I call a tsunami that the vertigo, I've probably had the signs well before. But because I was so 
stressed and so just going through life I didn't even see the signs until it just got to a level that my body couldn't cope so listen to those little signs that are coming it might be that you're having a cold too often it could be that you're having an ache and pain where you didn't used to have an ache and pain so really kind of look into those and investigate and thirdly do not be shy to invest in your health we invest in our clothes, we invest in luxury things, whatever. But when it comes to our health, I mean, in the UK, we're lucky we get the um, medical, you know, paid for because of the system that we have. But anything private, i.e. holistic, is counted as private. So that's not part of our health benefit. And we have to finance that ourselves. So where you need to like for therapists, for, you know, counselling or whether you need to get massages done or chiropractic or whatever, then please invest in that money or barter with somebody or find some way to help heal yourself, you know, in relation to that. So those would be my three definite go-tos that I would leave as nuggets. Wonderful. I love that. Coaches need coaches. Yeah. <laughs> We, we need coaches. We we need that accountability as well and, and to process yeah. things. So, well, thank you so much for sharing your journey and your modalities with us. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. And I love that it's continual. You know that it's a daily practice that needs to be implemented. So we will have the links to connect with you in the description. So if you're listening to this on the podcast or watching it on YouTube or across social media, and you know someone who could benefit um, from a spiritual coach, check the description, get the links, connect with Amelia, and be able to really focus on her advice, invest in yourself, invest in your health, because part of the journey of forgiving yourself is a matter of the heart. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, and as a thank you for being here, please check the description for a download to your free ebook, Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life, a customized blueprint to begin or continue your own personal healing journey. If you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, please share it across social media, tag them in it, and post it in your stories. Let's get the word out. Let's let everyone know we are not alone and we're all on a daily healing journey. 